on this episode of Chase Cast, we will be talking about what we've been playing. We'll be talking about game releases in August. Tales of Arise has a trailer about the spirit of adventure. We'll be reacting to that. We'll also be reacting to the Halo Infinite tactical preview that happened about a week ago. And we will be, of course, reading your comments. But before we do that, uh, a couple quick reminders to download and play Hunter's Arena Legends, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville, and Tennis World Tour 2, all offered for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know if you those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month randomly picked is the... Um, the high-profile Cyberpunk 2077. We'll be playing that throughout the month of August, and at the end of the month, we will be talking about it on Game of the Month, giving it a review, so make sure to come back for that. It's going to be a good conversation, and of course, chime in, let us know what you think of Cyberpunk 2077. I'm really excited to have that conversation. And yeah, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us, and we have a Patreon if you'd like to support this channel further than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing if you're brand new. All right, let's jump into TasteCast. What's going on, guys? And welcome to the Taste Cast, our weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do much random stuff. My name's Seth, and of course, joining me today is Chevy. How you doing, Chevy? Doing good. Doing good. Feeling rested finally. Good to hear. Yeah, we're finally getting in that. It's been a long, it's been a long time coming, but it's everything's starting to feel a little bit normal, which is great. Uh, we do not have Chris here tonight. We will have him on soon, hopefully. We got to still catch up with him about uh, Game of the Month and Plus Club, and I'm sure it'll happen soon. So look forward to that. Um, I know I am. And yeah, so first taste cast of the month of August. We're not super late. It's only the 10th as of recording. So we might as well jump into uh, game releases where we go through, read the games coming out in August and talk about our hype or not hype of these games. It seems like there's actually quite a bit of things coming out in August. So I will just start. Now, as I said already, it's August 10th as of recording. So uh, we got some games that have already come out. That being Grime, which came out on Stadia and PC August 2nd. Lemnus Gate came out on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One and PC on August 3rd. The Ramp came out on PC August 3rd. Dungeon Defenders Awakened came out on Switch August 4th. My Time at Portia or Portia, however you say that, Came out on iOS and Android, August 4th. Dodgeball Academia came out on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, August 5th. Uh, on August 5th as well, we got Dreamscaper, which came out on Switch and PC. The Falconeer came out also on the 5th on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and Switch. And then on August 9th, we got I Am Dead, which just came out. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. And then as of recording today, August 10th, we got Black Book, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Also on the 10th, we got Button City, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, Switch, and PC. And then also we got Godfall on PlayStation 4, uh, finally coming out on PlayStation. I believe it's out on Xbox and PC. I know it's out on PC. I played it there. Um, and Lawn Mowing Simulator, Xbox Series X and S, and PC on August 10th. 
Then on the 11th, we get to look forward to Glitch Punk on PC, Icarus on PC also on August 11th, and also, also on August 11th, we got Seed of Life. Then on the 12th, we have Art of Rally, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, Switch. And then also on the 12th, we have Foreclosed on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, and PC. Also on August 12th, we got Naraka Blade Point. And then we got Hades coming out on August 13th, and that's coming out on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and, X, X and S, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Paw Patrol comes out on August 13th. Uh, Paw Patrol, the movie adventure City Calls. I'm sure people cared about that part of the, uh, the title. PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. Road 96 comes out on Switch and PC August 16th. Greek, spelt G-R-E-A-K, Memories of Azor comes out on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, Switch and PC August 17th. Then we've got Humankind coming out on PC August 17th. Marvel's Avengers War of Wakanda comes out on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Stadia and PC August 17th. 12 Minutes comes out on Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, PC August 19th. Recompile comes out on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S and PC August 19th. And also on August, August 19th, we got, where was I just at? Rims Racing, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch and PC. The Veil Shadow of the Crown comes out Xbox One, PC and are on August 19th. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, something I know. Uh, coming out on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4, August 20th. Uh, Madden NFL 22. Uh, I always forget, like, I feel like those are always just coming out, so it's weird to actually see it's coming out this month. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and X, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC, August 20th. Aliens Fireteam Elite comes out, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, August 24th. Then we got Hoa, I think it's pronounced, uh, Switch and PC on August 24th. I Expect You to Die to The Spy and the Liar comes out on PlayStation VR, Rift, Quest, and Vive, so just a straight-up VR game. That's interesting. August 24th. King's Bounty 2 comes out PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on the 24th as well. Then we got Marvel Future Revolution, iOS and Android, August 25th. Psychonauts 2 comes out on August 25th, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Then we got Proto Corgi. There's there's so many games. Um, Switch and PC, August 26th. Baldo, The Guardian Owls, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, iOS, coming out August 27th. No More Heroes 3 comes out on Switch, August 27th as well. Then Kiwi, spelled K-E-Y-W-E, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, XNS, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, August 31st. And Rustler comes out also on 31st. On the 31st, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And then finally, the Big Con also comes out on August 31st for Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC. Out of all the things I said, anything standing out to you? Anything you've already picked up? Anything you plan on picking up? Literally only one thing on this list I even care about, and that is Ghost of Shima Director's Cut. Everything else, I don't care. Yeah, this list is via Game Informer. And uh, they really went all out on this one. There's a lot of games here that I've never even heard of. And I feel like a lot of people probably haven't heard of. Like a lot of this stuff is probably indie stuff or like Paw Patrol, which why the fuck would I know anything about that? Um, 
Oh, it's really good. I don't know. So yeah, I'm kind of on the same page. I am. I already have Godfall on PC, and um, I won't recommend it too hard, but it is better than I thought it was going to be. So if you are curious about finally picking it up on PlayStation, I would say definitely check it out. Um, I don't think I will be picking it up on there, but it is cool to see it's finally coming out there. But that's one of the situations where like it came out, I think on Epic Game Store or something like that, and Xbox like a year ago or some shit. And it's finally coming out on the thing. So kind of like any hype it could have had it has to be for like somebody who was wanting it back then and couldn't get it. Because other than that, I don't think they're going to pull in a whole lot of new people. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. Uh, fucking Ghost Tsushima director's cut is very high profile for me. Um, very excited for that. Uh, expansion, whole new content. Uh, yeah, that's a must own for me. I already have the game, so must upgrade. But also for me, uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite is a game I'm curious about. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion it's not going to be great, but I think it might be fun. So um, I have been waiting to play that, um, so I will be picking that up, unless I hear horrendous things before it comes out, but I don't think I will. Uh, also, I'm kind of curious about uh, Psychonauts 2. I played the original one years after it came out and realized that it was actually pretty cool. So... Um, I am open to that, but I have not beat Psychonauts, so um, I feel like I should do that before I play Psychonauts 2, but mm -hmm. it is cool that it's finally coming out. I know a lot of people are going to be really excited uh, for that, and also uh, No More Heroes 3. I have no hype for that, but I'm sure a lot of people are going to be stoked for that, for sure, because I know, obviously, there's two before that. Um, there's got to be some hype behind that. So other than that, I think August is a bloated month full of games I'm not interested in, which is according to this list. Totally fine. Yeah, yeah I, for sure. I got plenty of stuff I should be doing anyway. Yeah, I've pretty much spent like a month not playing a lot of games. And so I got uh, I'll have time to um, go back and play those. For so. sure. All things I missed. So, yeah, let us know in the comments what games are you looking forward to in August? What games have you picked up? What games are you planning on picking up? Is there games you're absolutely staying the fuck away from? Uh, are you excited for Marvel's Avengers War of Wakanda? Uh, I know a lot of you guys out there played uh, the Avengers game and probably fell off of it. Is this enough to bring you back? Uh, are you excited for uh, Ghost Tsushima, Director's Cut, and um, Godfall? Are you one of those people that wanted to play and didn't get to play it and now you get to play it? Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. All right, let's talk about what we've been playing. This list is probably not too extensive. So how about we start with you? What uh, what have you been able to squeeze in? Okay. Um, I played, I can't remember the name of a tennis game on PlayStation. Oh, I got, I got you. <laughs> it's uh, Tennis World Tour 2. Tennis World Tour, yeah. Played it's that. the most generic name ever. Um can't talk about it. We'll talk about it at the end of the month. True. I played. Uh oh. Where is it? Plants vs. Zombies. <laughs> um, can't talk about it. Did you do the single player or multiplayer? Single player. You know, the single player's got four player co op. I did not know that. We should check it out. Sure. Got a whole month. So, wow. Got a couple weeks, I should say. Um, True. Played that. Can't talk about it. Come back at the end of the month. <laughs> um, I dabbled a little bit in a... Uh, I've forgotten the phrase you use for those type of games now. Slow living game called mm. uh, Littlewood. Littlewood? I ain't heard of that. Just an indie game on Steam. Mm. Um, there's no combat. You 
basically uh, have to make a town uh, and by doing quests, which involve gathering, crafting, um, adventuring, uh, building relationships with people, stuff like that. So um, controls are super simple too. So it's really easy for me to just kind of like play like this while mm. like watching YouTube. So <laughs> um, always appreciate a game I can listen to podcasts to or something like that yeah. easily. I say that, that and Loop Hero have been really good for that for me. Um, I still play that every once in a while. I don't think I played it in the last couple of weeks, but um, you know, it's one of those games that I just play long enough to unlock like a thing and then I shut it off. So. Mm. Um, yeah, what else? Played some Final Fantasy XIV recently. Uh, trying to level up some alts before Endwalker comes out. I don't know if I will hit everything to 80 just because grinding. I'm at the point, and I've said this before, where I'm leveling jobs that I didn't level for a reason. I wasn't super interested in, that, in them to begin with. So leveling them now is more of a uh, do a dungeon or two a day so I don't burn myself out on things I'm not necessarily into uh, type of thing. So. And Walker comes out in November? Yes. Uh, so right before... Pretty close. Uh, Thanksgiving for you Americans, uh, for you non-Americans, the... Thanksgiving. Yeah, the, the end of November. So Everybody... Everybody celebrate Thanksgiving for early access. Um, yeah, what else? Uh, Minecraft last weekend, especially. I just wanted to like think and play a game, and that game is like great for that for me right now. Um, got a couple things I was missing, so I, I ended up getting some uh, some jungle trees with uh, some cocoa beans so that I could like make brown dye so I could make stuff like brown tinted glass uh concrete etc mm. um and then i found glowberries finally um which is a new 1.17 item uh which gro grows from the ceiling it's a vine but then the berries grow and they emit light so it's, a, it's Interesting. a neat little like natural light source you can have yeah so that's pretty cool yeah so i found some of those and other than that, I'm just uh, started like three projects like an idiot and have not completed any of them. So that's how it goes. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Um, have I played anything else? I think that's it. Yeah, my list is uh, is pretty short too. Um, so the thing that I can't talk about that I've played is pretty much everything. Um, I've played Cyberpunk 2077 already. Not a lot, but I've played it. Um, I am continuing my save from when the game first came out. I don't know if that's a mistake. If you know anything about that, let me know in the comments. If it's something like, you know, since they've done so many updates, should I restart or not? Uh, certain games handle that well, certain games don't. So definitely let me know if I'm wasting my time continuing that character. Um, but yeah, playing that, we'll talk about that. Uh, Hunter's Arena Legends I played, um... That's been a surprise. We'll talk about that at the end of the month. Um, I have a lot to say about it. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies. Um, Battle for Naperville. I played quite a bit already. It's interesting. Uh, Tennis World Tour 2. I've played as well. Can't talk about any of these games. And those are the games I can't talk about. So, uh, the two games I can't talk about is uh, a game I've been trying to play more and more of. And I've just gotten like an hour in, hour in, hour in, which sucks. I want to sit down and just play it, uh, is The Ascent. Um, the Ascent, if you don't know, is a top-down cyberpunk Diablo 
esque type game, but it's a twin stick shooter. Kind of reminds me of um, Hunter the Reckoning from back in the day on like Xbox and PS2. So it's been a while. Um, the game's got really cool visuals, though. It's a uh, very cyberpunk. Um, the the way the like city and the backgrounds are rendered and the environments are really cool, really detailed. The game looks good graphically. Um, I think the gameplay is really good. I do like the t uh, twin stick um, controls, even though with mouse and keyboard it's not twin stick, but you still kind of understand like you have a center point and then you're aiming with something else. Right. Um, and yeah, you just go through that game, you uh, you level, you get to put uh, perk points and things. Um, there's augments, gear, it's four player. I haven't played with anybody, but um, sounds promising. Um, but yeah, have not played as much as I'd like to. So I think I'm only like a level like four or five. So I'm like barely into the game. But uh, it's really cool and uh, definitely want to play it more. And then the game I've actually spent some time playing that uh, seems a little relevant uh, to you know, current games right now is Back for Blood. I played the beta. Um, I have quite a bit to say on it. First, I want to kind of address, it's really interesting. People either liked that beta or fucking hated it. I mean, it's, isn't that everything these days, man? Yeah, but it's it's crazy because, like, I played it and I came out of it, like, stoked. I was like, damn, I'm fucking excited for that game. I thought it was going to be good, but it's better. And then I see people, like, talking about, like... um you know, don't don't let developers fucking trick you again with a game like this. And uh, people are like uh, showing video of a guy shooting a windshield of the car and it's not breaking or something like that. And um, there's something else they did though that that was like shit I wasn't even paying attention to. But then people were just talking about like you know how the, they're going to take advantage of people, trying to like get people who are excited for Left for Dead or something like that. And I'm just like. That's crazy. There's a whole there's like there's a whole community of people just going like this game's a fucking rip off and shit. The amount of people too I also saw saying, uh, Duck, this is gonna be sixty fucking dollars when it comes out. It's like, dude, there's one one fucking act of the whole game in the beta. Anyway, very interesting to see that because then you got other people who really liked it, and I'm one of them. So with that uh out there, um Got into the beta. Shout out to community member Psycho Scream for giving me a beta key. Um, so I played it on PlayStation first. Um, within about 10 minutes of playing it on there, I realized I wanted to play on PC like instantly. <laughs> so I was like, I, I can't just get another beta key from somebody real quickly. So I went and pre-ordered it on Steam so I could get a uh, beta key for uh, PC. Um, I played it on there. Uh, but to backtrack real quick, on PlayStation, it, uh, it, it looks good, plays fine. Um, the game is really hectic, so the game has a very, 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 on console, very generous aim assist, to the point where it's almost auto-aim. Um, when you uh, hold uh, L2 in, um, it snaps. Snaps, okay. Yeah. yeah. It snaps to guys, and right after it snaps, you can lose them. So you got to keep on them, but it will snap to the uh, zombies as they're running at you. Um, I kind of don't like that, but I kind of get it for a game that has crowds of enemies running at you. Um, I'm sure you can turn that off as well, but uh, but by default, that's how it was. Um, yeah, played fine on there, uh, but I, I quickly realized I have a long history playing Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2. We used to play it a bunch. 
um, on like the hardest difficulties, uh, really got into it and uh, played on PC. So when I play a game that's essentially Left 4 Dead 3, um, I needed the mouse and keyboard again. I, I was like, this is Left 4 Dead 3. I'm, I need to play it the way I'm used to playing it. Um, so yeah, I hopped over to PC. Of course, the graphics look much better on PC. Um, plays great. Uh, one thing I want to shout out though, this game has like legit crossplay. Like PC plays with PlayStation, plays with Xbox. Everybody plays together. Very cool. Works pretty good. Um, I ran into some weird issues though on PC only, not on PlayStation, um, where I'd be playing and then I would stop, but the rest of the game kept going. So it wasn't like the game froze. It was like my character froze and it almost seemed like something with the server was catching up oh, or something. That's definitely a network thing. Yeah, it was really interesting. And that happened on, on PC. On PS4, people were teleporting around as well. There's one point where I was up on a roof and I had like three people with me and we're shooting people. And then the three people who were with me teleported down below me and they were doing other things over there. Do they run servers or is it, um, I doubt they run servers. So it's probably based off a host. Yeah. Um, it was just so regular with different people that it's something they're going to have to fix after the beta. I was say, it sounds like a net code issue. Yeah. And because uh, uh, obviously it's not going to be server side at that point. So they just have to refine the way like data is transferred between versions or whatever. So, yeah. So, yeah, PlayStation ran into that. And on PC, I ran into the other um, thing. Outside of that, no real issues. Uh, game ran really well, looked great, played really smooth. Um, and yeah, there's a bunch of characters in the game. There's not just four. Um, they're all voice acted. They all interact with each other in their voice acting. They all tell backstory and story as you're playing, which is impressive with the amount of characters that are in that game. Um, there's a bunch of fucking weapons. If you're curious about my gameplay, I did a stream. It's uploaded, so check that out, where we did go through and check out like all the weapons at the shooting range. But there's an, there's an impressive amount of weapons in the game already. Um, if I was to estimate, it's, it's like fucking 20 or 30 fucking guns altogether. Um, and that might be high, but there's like a whole fucking table of like pistols, SMGs, rifles carbine sniper rifles there's like four melee weapons though which kind of sucks because they added them which is great yeah. there's like four of them so it's not much um it's nice too because uh the original alpha footage i watched of this game uh the guns looked like left for dead and left for dead 2 and those are older games but uh it looked like you're essentially hip firing and it was like laser accuracy um because in the old L4Ds, you just fucking unloading the crowds essentially. Right. Since playing though, they've definitely put work into it. There's a weight and recoil to weapons uh, that obviously can change as you put attachments on your weapons, but uh, shooting feels really good and the way the bolts impact uh, the enemies feels really good. So they've improved it a lot since what I saw originally. Um, speaking of attachments, uh, just like in L4D, in this you run around and find random weapons. Uh, there's a shop in the beginning of every um, beginning of every uh, part of the map uh, where you can buy stuff similar to like CSGO, which is really interesting. Um, you can also buy attachments or find attachments that can alter the way your weapons work. Um, so you find like a carbine, you can find like a scope that makes it more accurate or has, has a zoom. You can add like... Um, extended mags, stuff that makes it more accurate from the hip, stuff like that. So you can really kind of um, 
if you find the stuff, make it your own thing, which I think is really fucking cool and adds to that replayability you're going to do in a game like that anyway. Every time you run through that, you're going to find different weapons. You're going to have your preferences. Um, there's also a card system in the game too, which is interesting. Um, as you level up your camp, I forgot what it's called. It's like supply something. As you level that up, you unlock more and more cards. And then you put those cards into a deck. And so that deck has a limit. You have certain cards in that deck. Um, and like in Left 4 Dead, there's safe rooms between every section of the map. Um, after the safe room, you get to draw a card. And you right. pick that card, but it's from your deck. So you have some say on what cards can get shown, but you don't know what ones are going to show up. Um, so it adds kind of like a roguelike kind of thing going on or like a card game like um monster train type thing going on it's kind of interesting um they're adding more ways to make rerunning these missions uh feel different each mm -hmm. time which i really appreciate i think it's pretty neat um and yeah these cards can affect like your stamina how fast you run um one adds a knife to your melee so you don't just punch anymore you actually stab and then you can also add a card that lets you heal when you stab people. Um, so you can really start kind of making builds, these temporary builds per run. I think it's really neat. Um, it's for a player like you'd expect. That works really well if you're playing with people um, who are working together. You're going to run into those issues where people run up ahead in a game like this where there's an AI director hoping that you do something like that. The game will do something to uh, punish you for doing that. So... That's always annoying, but when you're playing with a group of people who are really working together, it's super rewarding, feels good. Um, the maps are detailed, they're varied. I mean, this only had Act 1 in it, and it had like multiple segments, like way more than I remember in like Left 4 Dead. Um, and a lot of different scenarios going on. Again, a lot of voice acting. I was really impressed with the amount of voice work they put into it. I mean, like Left 4 Dead also had a lot of voice work put into it, but there's four characters. Mm -hmm. um, and in this, there's like all these different characters and they all have different things to say, uh, which really kind of adds to the um, the journey of, of running through Act 1. Um, and yeah, I mean, overall, I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I've been anticipating this because I've been hoping for that Left 4 Dead 3. And uh, after playing it, we are definitely getting Left 4 Dead 3 and a much more modern take on it. The, the biggest thing, my biggest takeaway from, from this is that they somehow managed to maintain the feel of Left 4 Dead. But because for anybody who doesn't know, it's it, a lot of the same devs from Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 worked on this. So this is the spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead. Um, but uh, they managed to maintain that feeling while implementing all these small new things that do not dilute the core gameplay that you want from it. It literally feels like Left 4 Dead, but with enough new, small, exciting things uh, added that make it feel modern and fresh, uh, which I think is a really hard task to, to balance that, but they did it. So I'm very happy with it. I can't wait for this game to come out. I left the beta wishing I could just play the fucking game, um, which is great. It, it, it's not a demo, even though it is. Um, and I'm sure they will make changes based off the, the beta, but it did what it should do in the sense of like getting me hyped. 
Um, it, it did a lot. Uh, all the all the videos I watched looked awesome, but playing it felt really good. And uh, I can't I can't give them enough credit on nailing the crossplay. Uh, you know, some people have still already done it. Uh, a lot of people haven't, but that they're starting out of the gate with crossplay and it works really well already in beta. Um, that's awesome. I think that's a huge uh, boon to uh, what they're doing with this game. It's very smart. I think a lot of I think every game should have have across the board cross play, but um, even with PC, if you're playing like a, a versus competitive game, as long as you can opt out of it. But uh, with co-op games, it's like a no brainer unless there's like some kind of inherent benefit in the co-op game that if I'm on PC, I'm going to always do the best. I get that. But um, but yeah, I'm really happy with uh, with the way they've done cross play. And um, I believe you can turn off, too, if you want. So which is which is good. Um, yeah, Back for Blood is awesome. Um, really stoked to play it. And uh, I feel like this is, even though 2022 is going to be like the year for fucking games, like there's so many things that have been delayed to 2022. Uh, that 2022 is going to be fucking insane game, gaming-wise. But uh, this year, I feel like it's going to be the year of the FPS. You got Back for Blood. You got Far Cry 6. You got, um, oh no, uh, Dying Light 2. Mm. You got fucking... Um, Oh no, there's another one. I can't remember it. Uh, anyway, there's another big FPS coming out this year. Um, I feel like Resident Evil 8 Village is a first-person shooter. Mm. I mean, like, there's so many shooters coming out this year that fucking it's it's kind of weird because I'm typically used to like oh Battlefield. Yeah, Battlefield 2042 is another one. Call of Duty, I guess. I I, I like Call of Duty, but where's the fucking hype at? I don't know. Um, Activision's got enough to worry about right now. Yeah, true, fair. I, I feel like that'd be a good distraction. Um, you know how they love their distractions, but yeah, uh, a lot of FPS is coming out this year. I'm really excited about that because it's been kind of, kind of just Call of Duty and and well, not even Battlefield because Five underperformed. So kind of in Call of Duty. Yeah. So I'm I'm very happy to see a lot of FPS is coming out in one year. Um. Yeah, and that's that's what I've been playing. So not a whole lot, but uh, what I did get to play, I really maybe I liked Back for Blood so much because I haven't got to play anything in a while. So I played it and I liked it a little bit. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck, I love video games." That could be a thing. Um, yeah. So let's know in the comments what games have you guys been playing? Um, anything that you would recommend us play? Uh, what are you looking forward to playing soon? Um, anything you're looking forward to playing? Not especially. Yeah, I mean, we looked at that that release thing, but even further beyond that, I mean, Ed Walker. But true, true. Uh, let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. Speaking of games, I'm looking forward to playing. We have a video to watch uh, for Tales of Arise. Um, this is a short trailer, but it is uh, the spirit of adventure. It's supposed to show off uh, things you're able to do in Tales of Arise. Uh, when you're playing it, that are not just combat. Um, it says, join the party of heroes from all walks of life, embark on life-changing quests to discover a world full of possibilities. Which activity are you most looking forward to? Um, this comes out September 10th, which is, I remember early in the year, I'm like, oh my God, so far away. And now it's like right around the corner. So uh, pretty happy with that. Before we watch this trailer, uh, hype level on Tales of Rise, are you interested, not interested? Um, 
And yeah, any, any thoughts? I'm not like huge on the Tales series, but um, you know, I'm always curious because you know they could make the one that makes me interested. So um, I remember playing the one everyone played, which was Tales of Symphonia on the GameCube, um, and I enjoyed it enough. I don't really have like strong memories of it, but I I remember enjoying it. Um, I don't know if I'm a huge fan of the combat system. I think it's why I don't have like a huge attachment to it. But again, that could change. So. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I've talked about it a bunch of times on the channel already, but I, I'm really pumped for Tales of Rise. Um, there's a trailer at E3 the fucking just like had me like really. I was like, oh my god, I gotta play this game. Yeah. Um, but even before that, we we saw a trailer when it first got revealed that I thought was fucking yeah, good. Looking. Um, it's a really clean looking game. It's it's Bandai Namco, so it's a fucking anime game. Pretty sure they make apparently. Um. But uh, it looks really cool. I'm I don't have a huge affinity for the Tales games. I own them all. Um, I haven't beaten. I, I don't think any of them, but I've played most of them, um, and they're fine. They're serviceable typically, but for some reason, this one has something to it that it j just looks like it's going to be. I mean, it's a newer game, so it's like obviously it's, it possibly could be the best Tales game, but it right. looks like it's going to be. There's something about it that seems really like um, they're pushing it to the next level with what they do with the Tales games. Um, well, your boys really like the art style they use um, for the Tales games. But, um, yeah, something about this one just really has me interested. So uh, we're going to watch this and uh, see what kind of stuff you can do in this game. Ready? Mm. All right, three, two, one, and go. Peggy 12. Explore a breathtaking new world. Oh, damn. Oh, my God, I love that Alkin guy. I like how every game's go to thing is fishing, and I've, I'll never complain about the say People, they wouldn't add it if people didn't do it, so. So, some kind of farming thing you can do, too. Something delicious. Office 15. Yeah, pretty Other much. Done it, but yeah. That was a big thing for 15. I appreciate all those little things, though, because, like, even though I can really like a JRPG that doesn't have a lot of side things, it's only so much better when there's side shit to do. Yeah. Well, even uh, when I was playing uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, the, the curry thing I thought was going to be dorky and that going to be. So, yeah. And it seems like they got kind of like a Fire Emblem thing going on with your companions. Yeah. Alright, very, very quick and to the point. Um, what do we think? I mean, so for me, one, like, I think JRPGs, I, I think, first off, obviously, like, the fundamentals of, of one, you know, leveling and, you know, the, the art styles that usually are associated with it, the, the more, like, systems-based uh, gameplay, but then I also think of extras because they usually are really good about having those extras. It's is really good to see that they are indeed putting that kind of content into the game. Um, I think it's really important because it makes you feel like you're you're actually part of that world mm -hmm. versus like uh, I mean to use an example, Final Fantasy 13 feels like you're on rails because it just kind of lacks 
that extra. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some some JRPG, well, games in general, but like JRPGs are like, play it for the story, beat it. Yeah. And then other ones are like, hang out for a while. Mm -hmm. And I always prefer those, even though it's a double-edged sword because like if it's a JRPG with a story that I don't think is like that great, and I have to invest a lot of time into it. It almost feels like a slog. Like I can kind of do it, but if I'm really enjoying it and it has that, it's like fucking perfect. Yeah, well, and that that could be hard to to nail. But I think yeah. a good example of like both options are fine is like Nino Kuni Two. That story honestly doesn't really matter <laughs> at all. Yeah, game is just fun. Uh, the characters are charming. The world is charming. The the game is just fun all the time. It has tons of side content. So. Mm -hmm. um, I really would love to see them expand upon that, but I don't know if that series has much of a future, sadly. So, well, in the most like recent uh, uh, Dragon Quest, um, didn't have a lot of side stuff. Had some, but not yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's true. I still spent like fucking 120 hours in that game, but yeah. Well, I mean, I think another good example of a game that has side stuff is uh, Persona. You haven't played enough to know, but I believe There's it. Way too much to do in Persona. Uh, not a bad thing. It's just yeah, a lot. And that's another game where you're gonna spend like a hundred plus hours in it. So well, a game that spiritually kind of felt like a JRPG and now is a JRPG, the Yakuza series. Yeah, uh, it fits perfectly into that yeah. genre because now it's an RPG, but also it's always had side shit to do. Yeah, like a shitload of side stuff to do. It's like it's like. 30 40 percent of the lore of the game and told good stories so yeah they're not like mind-blowing but they're thoroughly enjoyable. they're good yeah, yeah for sure uh, and i think i think that's probably the the big appeal though is to be able to like have that choice you know do i want to go do you know like Final Fantasy seven for example do i want to do choco racing all day today or do i want to go grind out some levels and mm. do the story type of deal so and i think that's a big thing for me too with enjoying like mmos it's, it's the same idea you could kind of pick your direction so yeah yeah uh overall with that trailer i think it was to the point mm -hmm. got the point across it was like hey fucking there's shit you can do um and it all looks interesting i would like to see more on what they're talking about when it comes to the rewards you can get from the land i kind of showed them walk up to one of those rabbit pig things which i love um but doesn't really tell you what that entails um Hopefully it's something cool, though. It'd be cool if it had some kind of um, farming system. Uh, fishing is welcome. Um, fishing is an activity that, uh, even though it's pretty the same in every game, uh, outside of you know the mechanic of how you fish, yeah. um, it's something I do. I mean, even in Far Cry 5, I would like go hunting and fishing. I would just stop doing any of like the shooting shit unless someone drove by and fucking start shooting at me while I was fishing, uh, which did happen for sure. Um, but I would just like do that in there, and then uh, what other game was I fishing a lot in? Anyway, uh, it's cool. I'm glad they have it. Hopefully, it has a uh, system that's interesting enough uh, to do. Oh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and hopefully, it has stuff to work towards. Hopefully, it's not just like oh, you can do it, but fucking who cares? Um, and then yeah, I like that it has the kind of like around the campfire cooking system. And getting to know your um, your teammates—that's mm -hmm. kind of common in a lot of JRPGs. 
uh, kind of exploring personalities of characters. Yeah, I think you definitely feel it a lot more in something like Fire Emblem or even like yeah. the old Sakoden games. So. Well, Fire Emblem, especially the most recent ones, are like borderline fucking like dating sims without dating. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like one-on-one hanging out and just like you're like watching an anime. Yeah. And then there's combat, which I fucking love. I think it's a great mix um, that not enough games do. So I definitely welcome that. Um, I think in a game where you have like these hour-long fucking uh, combat sessions, it's nice to have some downtime of just like, you know, doing something a little lighter, I guess. Mm -hmm. So Um, Makes you care about the character more anyways. Yeah. And in a game like this, you know, I could see it doing the same thing. So, um, yeah, overall looks really cool. Graphics look great. Looks really clean. I like the character designs. I also love seeing that they have like actual animated uh, cutscenes, which is something I would expect uh, from these games. But it's nice to see that it is, in fact, in the game as well. Um, I love the Al guy. I also loved the mustached King Al guy. Uh, he's even cooler. And I can't wait to play this next month. Yes. Yeah. Anything else? All right. This is going to be a short taste cast. It's fine. Uh, I can play a video game. Let us know in the comments. What do you guys think about Tales of Arise? The Spirit of Adventure. Are you excited for Tales of Arise? Are you kind of like whatever about it or you don't give a fuck at all? Did this trailer do anything for you? Do you like when they have stuff like this in games? Could you not care any less? Um, and yeah, what's a, what's a game that you really liked? Some of the kind of side activities you can do, Yakuza. Um, let me know everything you're thinking about. Everything you're thinking about in the comments below. Next video we're going to watch is uh, some gameplay of the Halo Infinite uh, technical preview that uh, happened about a week ago. Uh, yeah, part of the Insider program, I believe. Yeah. yeah. They had a bunch of like influencer type people um, playing uh, Halo. A lot of people were playing it, even people I wouldn't expect to be doing like gaming content got invites which i thought was really interesting and uh yeah they all played it and there's a lot of footage out there of this uh mostly i want to watch this because i kind of skipped over it. i was planning on doing it for the show but schedule's been all fucked up um so here we are but also uh as we've been following this game uh we now know that the single player will be premium the multiplayer will be free to play mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much details on that. It doesn't excite me at all. I kind of don't like that, but it could go well. Um, but here we'll be able to see gameplay, see what it looks like. Uh, last time I saw gameplay, I was not impressed with it. That was a little bit ago uh, with the single player content. And then, of course, before that, we had the big Craig fiasco where the <laughs> fucking... Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, it's... it's oh, God. I I love that that happened because my favorite thing about Halo so far is Craig. That's my favorite meme of fucking um, a game in a long time. So anyway, uh, hopefully in this video we can get some redemption, something that that, uh, slightly resembles a game to be excited about other than for its memes. Um, So yeah, before we watch this, uh, what are your thoughts on Halo as a series, where it's at now? Have you ever been a fan? Are you a fan now? Are you looking forward to this? Do you want to look forward to this, but don't? look forward to it for some reason well what are your thoughts um i do enjoy halo actually uh, i'm not like a hardcore fan by any means but i enjoy them uh i've played almost all of them i believe um 
I've even dabbled in the multiplayer a little bit in these games. It's obviously not really a big thing for me, though for some reason I played a lot of Halo 3. Um, but I also think... Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I... I played a shitload of Halo, a shitload of Halo 2, a shitload of Halo 2. Didn't like 3. Sorry, I know some people fucking love that game. And that's the one you played a lot of. Oh, yeah. And then hated ODST. I didn't play that one. And then Reach was the game that pulled me back in. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh shit, yeah. Halo's not dead. And then I liked Halo 4. I think 343 did a really good job with I it. Didn't, I didn't play the multiplayer in that one, but I liked the single player. But five is the one everyone's just like, eh. Yeah, and we never finished it, so I can't have an opinion on five at all, really. Um it's five on PC. I think it's the only one not on PC. I could be wrong though. I, have, I think I bought one through. I think I bought the rest of them. Though I, I think I picked up the Master Chief Collection. I just haven't had time for anything. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, I feel it. Yeah, I. I mean, I think everyone played a lot of, of of Halo One, but that was kind of like a phenomenon anyway. It's like sure. Uh, I remember playing a lot of like just couch co op, and then even uh, just doing the same map over and over again, just because like it was so new and and. Playing a game like that on a controller was just, you know, such such a uh, rare thing at the time. So, yeah. um, and then yeah, two. For some reason, that one kind of, I I skipped for some reason, and I don't know why. Uh, I think I had kind of, uh, at that point, been like, oh, I'm done with Xbox because the. My main focus, you know, especially at that point in time in my life, was I only played JRPGs. Yeah. And uh, had an Xbox, played some games, played some Halo. Halo 2 came out, and I, at that point, I think I was just like, this system's not for me, and I just yeah. wasn't playing it. So Yeah, I remember you were pretty happy on the whole Xbox isn't geared for you kind of thing. Yeah. It wasn't like a, a big deal, but I, I think it worked out perfect for me, though. I, I loved FPS at the time. I think Fable was kind of like the last straw for me, as much as I think so. Fable was fun. It was not what I was looking Yeah, because we were both looking forward to Fable. And then, like, I had, like, when I liked it, but you're like, eh, it wasn't much, you know, what, you're, what you're hoping for. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a lot of people felt that way. So, that being said, um, came back, obviously, for Halo 3. Uh, different xbox then at that point um yeah. i was like mo a lot of people at least you know in the united states uh xbox 360 was awesome you know yep. so played a lot of it uh then yeah halo 4 came out i i think i only really played that with you co-op i didn't mm. really dabble in that i'd never played odst halo reach played both the single player and the multiplayer that was just a great all-in-one package i think so yeah we we beat four we yeah. played through the whole story, yeah. Yeah. Which was fun. Yeah, I liked it. It wasn't like the best Halo, but I, I definitely liked it. I thought 343 did a great job, but then yeah. with five, they just like dropped the fucking ball. It was yeah. really weird. Um so are you hoping this will be good? Something you potentially could be interested in? So yeah, that being said, I, I do have I you know obviously some history, so I I, I do have uh, an interest in this, though they've been so like I guess vague constantly about yeah. this game that I've just like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this. And then that whole fiasco happened when they first showed it off. Like fucking this Greg. looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it it barely looked like a fucking 360 game. Yeah. And I don't want to get too into that, but people were saying that like it looked really good and all that stuff. I was like, 
are you were we looking at the same yeah, thing what or what were you looking at man so, and then they showed it again recently and um the fidelity is way better they've they've improved it thank thank you thank you thank you <laughs> yeah before when i was pulling this video there was a comparison video of the original halo footage compared to 21 or 2021 I was at 2042, um, <laughs> the future, uh, showing a comparison of the two and it has come a long way. Yeah. Um, so I think Xbox as a company was so badly wanting to show something, especially with all these acquisitions of, uh, companies, but nothing to show for it yet really. that they were like, we got to show halo to get people stoked. And it was way too early in its yeah. development. Um, to the point where people saw it and they're like, what is that? Yeah, it's not the first time a company's done something like that. Sure, too, if that is but the case. it just sucks because it's like Microsoft, Xbox, one of the biggest fucking franchises. Yeah. And they did that and it's like, whoa, you can't do that with it. So, uh, but it is looking a lot better graphically now. And, sure. and graphics aren't everything. Gameplay is the most important thing when it comes to this. But when you are pushing a game that was supposed to come out at launch uh, for the next generation of consoles. When you're a AAA company. And yeah, you're, you're Microsoft, you can buy everybody. Yeah. Your Xbox, you know, one of the biggest gaming brands out there. Um, and you have Halo and you show it off and it has people laughing because of, of Craig. Not a good look. So, For sure. um, but you know, they, they shut up and kept working on the game and yeah. now they've shown it. And Which it's probably uh, good they shut up. It seems to be the strategy that some, works the best. Devs need to learn that. Yeah, it seems like it seems like the best strategy. <laughs> Unless uh, you're uh, the people making that abandoned game, because that whole thing is fucking wild. You can't take criticism while your your whole business is on fire, anyways. Um, True. <laughs> so, uh, from what we saw last time, though, uh, you know, I'm hopeful for single player. The multiplayer, I know you weren't necessarily like, ooh, this looks amazing or whatever, um, but I did think it looked um, promising, but I still don't know enough, I guess. So. Yeah. My big thing is, uh, it's a whole thing, but you know, this is a short taste cast, so I'll, I'll just dive into it. Mm. Um, Halo has a multiplayer that no other games had. Yeah. Um, I still think it's like, it, it's something people want. I mean, the way Halo combat is in multiplayer is like, you know, get rid of someone's shields and fucking melee him or throw a fucking plasma grenade on him and shit. Has this whole flow to it that isn't Call of Duty. And then in Halo 5, it started feeling like Call of Duty. And it's like you have one of the most iconic uh, uh, franchises out there that had one of the most genre-defining games ever made when it comes to especially first person shooters with Halo and Halo 2. Yeah. I mean, there are not many games out there that are as influential as halo was two yeah. fps's call of duty as well yeah so when you're one of the big dogs of fucking fps's and you start fucking copying one of the other big dogs fps's it's not a good look right so like halo 5 played fine but started to feel like a sprint tactical knife fucking aim down sight game start feeling like fucking call of duty start feeling like fucking what x defiant looks like call of duty <laughs> to find holy shit we we never covered covered that what a dumb name um anyway uh my hopes for this is that we can pull back to what halo used to feel like keep some of the stuff but like we we need to get back to owning halo and not trying to be what we what what bungie or not bungie 343 might think people want yeah. people do not want halo to be called duty 
Um, so hopefully we can get away from it a little bit. You know, we need the low gravity jumping around. We need the fucking rocket launcher explosions. We need the goddamn running at people and loading into them and then dwindling their shield down and fucking bashing them. Um, which I'm sure will all be there, but like get the tactical knife shit out of there, you know, like, um, that's what I'm really hoping for with this, because like I said, I, I was a huge fan of Halo for forever. And, uh, you know, three wasn't great for me. Um, but then five was definitely not great for me. Um, yeah, I think reach was kind of the last one for me where I cared with multiplayer. I fucking loved reach. And, like uh, I had given up on halo and then I played reach and I was like, Oh shit. This well, is good. I think the, the best thing like reach introduced was like, uh, because you weren't necessarily, you weren't master chief anymore. They could just go, here's cosmetics. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. And there's, so there's something to like earn. So. Reach was such a cool idea because it, um, told a really cool story uh in the halo universe mm -hmm. it also allowed you to have some say in your spartan in a time where there was multiple spartans um and it took a lot of the big ideas that halo 3 did that i wasn't a fan of and it made them more halo feeling more they they reworked them in a way that i felt like was more acceptable um like you know the bubble shield stuff like that they they made it more interesting and mm -hmm. in reach in my opinion um I'm hoping this game will do the same thing for me because, uh, like I said, I liked four, yeah, but five definitely did not, especially the multiplayer. I did not like the multiplayer in ha or Halo Five. Um, there was like a, an arena mode where people got launched in and it was tight quarters. I liked that. That felt a little closer to Halo, even though it also felt like Call of Duty. But their other modes was a clusterfuck. Like they. Everything that made Halo special, they fucking threw out the window with that shit. So, anyway, I'm hoping this will be a return to form and, yeah, and do sure. kind of what Reach did. I think everybody's hoping for that because Halo's in this weird place right now where, like, people want a good Halo. People don't expect to get one. So, it's like, it's a weird atmosphere. I've been hearing... You're minus diehards, but yeah. Sure. But, I mean, I was a diehard. So, how many people fell out of it like I did? Yeah twice now yeah um and it just sucks because like like i said halo when halo 2 came out it was a fucking it was an event in game I, I, history yeah so i worked in uh gaming retail i that waited was... i waited in line for like fucking four hours yeah to get that game it was I, a huge event there's so many people it's crazy yeah the midnight was pretty crazy yeah it was like a whole different era in gaming and it's because halo was so fucking good and Halo 2, like, promised to be better, and it was, it fucking delivered. Um, it's like this whole event in gaming. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so weird to think of that and then think of where Halo was gone. Even though, like I said, Reach, Reach was really good. And there are people who fucking love Halo 3. I didn't like it, but, like, I, every time I say it, people are like, what? I'm sure we'll get a comment, but yeah. fucking people love Halo 3. But, um, but yeah, it's, a, it's got a really weird history. Anyway, hoping hoping this will uh, draw some hype. We should probably watch the video. Sure. Uh, unless you have anything else to say. No. All right. Uh, three, two, one, and go. Yeah, it looks so much better than the original footage. Uh, yeah, it looks like a it looks like a modern game. Yeah. Right now. Uh. So we still got a sprint. That's something I can go with or without. I mean, most modern FPS are gonna have sprint. Yeah, I don't really mind that too much. The pistol's got a good um, 
beefiness to it, which I like. But it's Halo. The pistol's got to be fucking good. Like, you can't fuck that up. There was a Halo where the pistol sucked. I forgot which one it was. And you can't do that. Especially with the pistol. Especially in, like, Halo being one of the most powerful fucking guns in the game. Right. And it's got a zoom, which, you know, they had in the other ones, the recent ones. Yeah, which I think is also fine. It's, I can go either way, yeah. Yeah. I, they, I, I was just gonna say, I'm definitely happy that it it, it looks a lot better um, oh, visually. He visually looks fucking way better. Kind of wish I would have signed up for the Insider program and tried it though at this point, because I don't know how it feels though. It, it actually looks pretty alright. It it looks pretty cool. It uh, they got um, the weapons seem like they're I don't know. They seem gratifying to use. They seem like they have a lot of like oomph to them, which I like. Um, Spark grenade throw or a grenade doesn't weigh anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, on, like the low gravity jumping high uh, movement is important, and it seems like they got it. Everybody's talking about the grappling hook thing, though. Yeah. Well, I mean. Obviously, like you can't keep in the same game over and over again, so it's yeah. gonna try things. But I am curious if that's even gonna be like something that feels good, or if it just feels like tacked on, you know? Yeah. Every, why are we talking about like positively? Like, oh, okay. Whoa! Look at that fucking chicken thing. I missed it. <laughs> um. Yeah. Hopefully, we see it here. But um, my only problem with that is it seems like if it's that good, everybody's gonna be using it. Yeah. Like it seems like. If that's the one big feature they got for the multiplayer, everybody's gonna be fucking ziplining around. I kind of this is a nitpick, but like the uh, physics when you die are really heavy, which feels kind of weird for Halo, I guess. Like I'm used to like when you kill someone, like because you're so strong, they go flying. What it seems like. Yeah, I do. I do kind of like that they crumple. Because I like a good weight, right? But I also like if you have a good weight to your ragdoll, um, certain things actually launching them, because then it feels more gratifying when you were able to launch a heavy body. Yeah. Um, and this but is here it just seems like everybody just kind of falls down when they die. For sure. And it's not like a game-breaking thing or anything. It's just more of a visual aesthetic. No, no, for thing. sure. Yeah, yeah. It matters. I mean, but that was really good. Yeah. I I liked that. But yeah, I am used to seeing like a body go flying if an explosion happens or with the rocket launch. Well, yeah, because like a Spartan punches something and yeah. you know, goes flying. It's, mm -hmm. you know, you're supposed to be this like superhuman. Walking so. tanks, essentially. Yeah. It does feel like um, they still kind of have shortened the. Uh, I guess the work and time to kill compared to like old Halos, but. Um, doesn't seem too bad. Um, one thing I'm really liking about this is this map's not huge. Yeah. It, it kind of brings me back to, like, um, the, the arena feel of Halo. That's something 5 really got away from. Yeah, and, and people aren't really making arena shooters, so. Except for Splitgate, people fucking love that game right now for some reason. Maybe because there's nothing else. Maybe. I mean, I guess there's... People keep jokingly saying it's the closest thing to Halo you're getting right now. But it also has uh, portals, like Portal. 
I played it early on. I thought it was a neat idea, but the game looked like shit and played kind of like shit, but I think they just got a, like, um, they did some kind of like redux thing to it to where they upped the graphics and shit, so people are loving it. So the rocket launcher looks good. Mm -hmm. Just important for Halo. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the fucking classic legendary weapons. Yeah, apparently with that, uh, let me know in the comments if you know the name of it, but like the, the zip line thing that he's shooting around, the grappling hook, uh, you can like grab people with it, I guess. Because I saw uh, like a gif on Twitter of somebody in like a space level or something, or I don't remember, but they were like jumping and he grabbed them and pulled them under and they fell and died. Yeah. So it's not just uh, get you around thing, it actually has like properties where it can grab people. Am I remembering wrong? Uh that there used to be more commentary before. Was that the whole fucking video? Holy shit. Yeah. Um, I feel like there should be a lot of talking. That guy also wasn't like killing a lot of people. That dude fucking was barely doing anything. Well, yeah, but like I thought there used to be like a, a voice that'd be like, you know, kill leader or, you know, whatever. There, there should be, but one thing you're also missing here is he's not like, it's... He's not getting like double kill, right, triple right. kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the part. It, it seemed awfully quiet. Because this guy isn't isn't good. Um, but not everybody needs to be. For sure. I just had noticed because it like, did I seem like there. It did seem kind of vacant though. Even the sound effects. Even though there's plenty of sound effects going on. Even I swear I heard like a uh, bullets in a distance sound effect, which I I can appreciate. Yeah. It seemed kind of quiet, but that could be the recording. That could be that it's still in development. Or whatever. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it, there was definitely a lack. Although I, I think I heard him talking in the beginning a little bit. Well, and he talked at the end too. I just didn't yeah. hear during. I yeah. could have just not noticed it, but I mean, that also would be a factor. So I'm also noticing this guy's pistol's orange, so it seems like you're going to be able to customize everything possibly. Well, I hope that, though, because that's, that's just a standard pistol. It's orange. Well, I think Halo's biggest weak point is like, not having something to go towards like so yeah. it, it, well they've been addressing that for a while though with uh you know your armor for sure, for sure for sure and so I, I welcome just more of that mm -hmm. so what uh what's your takeaways from this um so every time we get newer and newer footage of this it's, it's looking more and more like halo which is great yeah. uh, so it makes me think they are trying to actually you know to to make halo again instead of just um using the name which you know uh with what i've heard from five sounded like they were kind of going down a slippery slope there mm -hmm. in that regard so uh, i'm hopeful again though like there's only so much information I, I've, I've gotten from this game but uh i am happy to say that every time i see more of it it, it does look better and better every time yeah we we, we agree on that the game progressively just looks better and better and better one thing though that i that i can't help but notice is i don't have a strong uh feeling after yeah. watching this um it looks like a game i want to play i want to check it out but it's more of a curiosity than anything and i like fps's i like competitive stuff so uh, you know i could easily play this but this didn't give me fucking pumped though right either which i'm not trying to sound negative i'm just being honest like i wanted to feel that and i i'm not but yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, and maybe some footage out there that we just haven't seen or something too. So, mm -hmm. I mean, suggest something. Uh, For sure. If you know something, maybe that was a little better. As much as this footage did provide um, some reassurances, uh, yeah, for the, sure. The gameplay was a little lacking. So, I think also the person we're watching isn't. That's what I'm referring to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, nothing against them or anything, but it is a showcase video, right? So, yeah, for sure. I want to see somebody getting in there and fucking shit up. I'll say they're they're doing about as good as I probably would be. So, like, yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so the things the things I like is the graphics have gotten better. The game is looking better. We've we've established that already, and yeah. that's good because that was one of the biggest criticisms early on. And uh, it obviously, I don't even think they've improved it because that criticism. I think they just weren't showing us the final product. I wasn't uh, ready. Yeah, I don't. I, <laughs> yeah, I think it was undercooked. Um. And I think they went, oh shit! And they're just like, shut up, just keep working on the game. We'll show them, you know, what the game actually looks like. Um, we got uh, some of the things returning that that aren't very Halo feeling, but I guess will now be Halo feeling. Um, you have the sprint, which, like I said before, um, I can go either way. It could be in there, it could not be in there. Most modern FPSs are going to have a sprint, so it's not that big a deal. But for Halo, so many Halo games don't have a sprint. Um, that's whatever. Uh, the aim down sight thing too, I can go either way. I like, like I said, it's an, it's a modern FPS. It's, it's gotta do what other ones do, but a couple of things that they're kind of bringing back that I like is this map, even though we're not seeing the whole thing, it's just staying in the center. It doesn't seem gigantic. This would probably be like a medium sized map in Halo. Um, not a big vehicle map. Um, and not one of the small maps that they've they they've done in the past. This actually might be considered small. I don't know, but I like that it it feels more arena like again. It feels more like you get in there and you just start fucking unloading on people and you start just throwing grenades and try and stick people and melee them and shoot your rocket launcher and shit and just get in get out fucking mayhem. Um, something that so many Halo games have been like. Um, and so that feels a return to form, which I'm happy with. The weapons, I think, all look good. I think they all look good graphically, but also I think the way they shoot looks great. Um, so I'm happy with that. They seem powerful. Everything seems powerful, which I like. Mm. Halo has always been a series where, like, every weapon feels fucking powerful. The sniper rifle, boom, fucking dude's dead. Pistol, zoom in, a couple shots pop up, they're fucking dead. Yeah. Like, these drop people. Um the, the DMR, the fucking assault rifles, uh, just everything, just all powerful feeling. And so it does look like they're still maintaining that. Uh, it does look like we're getting, um, you know, uh, the customization of the armors, which is, I think everyone likes that. I'm pretty sure everyone does. Uh, being able to change your colors, change your helmet, change your everything. I would um, you know, Spartan. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Like you get to represent uh, your Spartan and it's fucking dope. Um. Yeah, even the layout of this map, I think, is pretty good. There's a lot of layers, a lot of verticality, but a lot of nooks and crannies, which is really important for Halo because you got to be able to get close to fucking hit people and shit. Um, and I'm, I'm really digging that aspect. Um, and it does look really fun. Um, but yeah, no wow factor for me. And we barely got to see the the fucking zipline thing that everybody was talking about. I saw everybody talking about it on, Halo, on, Halo. on Twitter. Um, people were like, you know, the the technical preview was pretty cool but like the the big star of it was that and uh we barely got to see it used here so i'll have to find another video to check out um the other thing that's concerning is it's a free-to-play that's the big thing i'm like worried about and so like 
that's a whole other conversation. But um, there's pros and cons of free to play, um, and you can do free to play very good, and you can do free to play awful. I don't think they'll do free to play awful, but when you take something premium and you take it and, and you make it into free to play, you can almost cheapen the experience people expect from it. That's what I'm worried about. Um, how much of this is going to be behind um, a season pass? I say it's going to be a battle pass. Not battle a, battle pass, yeah. yeah. All the cool cosmetics will be in there. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, when I would prefer to just fucking buy the game and have the unlocks that I would traditionally unlock in any other Halo. Um, how many of the skins are going to be like random things that can pop or you can spend money to maybe fucking up your chances on getting that? Those kind of things that if you're hopping the game for free are going to seem like a deal. But for somebody who is willing to buy the game outright, it's going to feel like a downgrade. Um, and as a person who would prefer to buy a premium, uh, I hope they're responsible with that because regardless of if this is fun or not, if it, if it feels like a cheaper experience because of the free to play, um, direction they're going i'm not gonna stick around for sure yeah and uh obviously if they're planning it to be like a service to, you know type of deal where it's gonna last for years and years and years i understand like there's a, a point in which you have to make money or else they can't you know afford to keep making content for it mm -hmm. um but i do really hope they have some form of system where you can just like go i own it for like this year like, for example, type of deal. Like, I guess Tekken kind of does that, where they're like, here's a year one pass, essentially, you could buy. Yeah. And then you're just buying the game, and there's no other, like, purchases that you're making. So you're not making all these microtransactions. You just, you buy game, you get year one. Year two, they get another plan, you buy the plan, like, type of deal. And mm -hmm. they can keep working on it. You're not, like, getting taunted by all these, like, well, I can buy these loot boxes or I can buy the season pass to get two rows of loot, you know, to, yeah. instead of one. And the free-to-play one's got empty spots in it type of deal. Like, it, it really it just, um, I'm not interested in that. So, yeah, me neither. I would prefer them just go, do you want, like, you want to keep supporting the game? Here's a plan for the content for the year. You, you can buy into that. Or, you know, they can have the free-to-play thing for the people who don't want to do that. So, yeah, it's interesting because, like, Call of Duty's on this whole, like, um, release content for free uh, slowly. And I kind of like that as a drip to keep people playing. People mm -hmm. complain about it constantly because it doesn't come out fast enough for them. And even though I, I, I think it's a smart idea and I, I think it works pretty well because it keeps you constantly interested, I do actually miss the DLC packs. The four DLC packs in the year uh, that they would make and release all at once and you bought them. Yeah. You owned the content. Um, I kind of missed that. I didn't think I really would, but in retrospect now, I kind of want to go back to that. So even if like there was content packs for this, I would fucking prefer that. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. Then I, I've talked about before on the channel. I fucking hate battle passes. Even when and I pay for them, <laughs> even when I pay for them, I I don't like it. Yeah. I'm just doing it because they know what they're doing they start giving you kind of bullshit and they're like you could get this if you want but you don't have to buy it i'm like but i'm already leveling and i that shit's mine now yeah so i have to give you money to get access to it yeah um yeah i know what they're doing they know what they're doing i just i don't like it 
But if I'm playing the game enough, it doesn't make sense for me not to give them money. It's a fucking trap. I hate it. Um, and it's not fun. That's the worst thing about it. It's not fucking fun. What's fun is like you play a game like Soul Calibur back in the day and just for playing, start unlocking shit. Yeah. And you get to go through, or you play more combat, you get to go through the crypt and unlock shit. That's fucking fun. Not goddamn, hey, if you put 60 hours in this fucking game, we'll give you some content that is locked behind a fucking paywall. Hate that shit. Not saying they're going to do this, but they're going to do this. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty much it. That was, uh, I, I just hope that they have some form of like responsible monetary system because again, I realize it's not a fucking charity. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, and, for sure. And they've expressed, but they're the ones choosing to do this. Agreed. But they have been transparent. That it's going to be a free to play game. Right. Yeah. And so at this point we have to go, okay, well, hopefully they're not scummy. Yeah, it's so important that they're not because uh, somebody else brought this up recently that I was watching, but they were saying like, because five was so meh for everybody, they can't fuck this game up because they're going to kill Halo. Yeah, if they if they keep making mediocre games for sure. Um, and of course, there's the pressure of being three four three and not Bungie. So like, it's a whole different group of people, but they already made a pretty fucking decent Halo game with four. So it just almost shows that like they're kind of on it for a second, but now they're just kind of dwindling. Um, yeah, and that you're gonna run that risk switching companies anyways. Yeah, you know, I mean, it it could very well be that you know that that Halo that you know most of us grew up with, uh, that's probably just not there anymore. So I'm okay with that though. My my biggest problem is when you maintain something and bastardize it. Yeah, because you're reminding me that. You can't make a good version of this. Yeah. And it's just as like fucking swinging the carcass of something I loved in front of me over and over again. Like, hey, hey, this is mine and I, I, I fucking killed it. Yeah. Um, Star Wars. Um, but uh, one, one last thing I want to talk about before we go on to the uh, last uh, uh, topic. Um, somebody went through um, and data mined um, files from this and they found a bunch of announcer stuff and other things uh, talking about battle royale uh, what do you think about uh, halo having a battle royale i don't i mean i get why they would do it i don't i don't have any like personal care about it i don't like battle royale but royals so yeah do you think it's negative positive too late makes sense if it's part of the package it makes sense yeah like um if it turns into just that, that's not Halo. Yeah, no, I agree. So, um, I think Halo could make a really cool battle royale. I'm not trying to endorse more battle royales because I I am feeling the fatigue of them, as a lot of people uh, have been for a while. I am getting bored of them. Um, I think the market is starting to get there too. Um, but I do think if there's one battle royale we don't have, it's it's a Halo one. We don't have a Halo Battle Royale. Um, so if on top of a fully realized multiplayer that I want to play, they also happen to have a Battle Royale that has a big map, big Halo map, maybe even have Blood Gulch and other things on that map, which would be kind of cool. Have vehicles, all that shit like you get in Halo, um, drop-in, Spartan drop, shit like that. But have like the Halo physics, the Halo weapons, the Halo combat, and a battle royale setting. I think it could be fun. I don't want it, but I think it could be fun if they did it. 
And I think it makes sense to do it. I think Halo would work well in those confines as long as the focus doesn't just go to that. Um, yeah, they need to lean more towards like an Apex Legends style than they do, I think, anyone else, I think. Well, I mean, Warzone was doing fantastic until hackers took over it. Um, yeah, but I don't want Halo to be Call of Duty. Neither do I. So, I yeah. made that point earlier. <laughs> yeah. But I also don't want it to be Apex Legends. No, 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 sure. But I want it to be Halo with 60 to 100 people on a big map. For sure. Um, with very Halo-centric shit. Uh, Halo vehicles, Halo combat. Right. Uh, tanks, fucking, all the, you know, the whole thing. Um, so my whole point with that, though, is like in Apex, though, like you have the shield and health backs that you're constantly using. So it, it's more bullet spongy than something like, I'm sure Call of Duty is not as bullet spongy. I'm sure you take a few hits, and you're done. So Unless you have enough armor built up, but yeah. Yeah, so in Halo, you have a shield. So that's kind of like, you know, a big part of Halo. Mm-hmm. So that's that's more so what I meant about Apex, not necessarily in gameplay, but more yeah. the okay. systematic way Apex works, where you recharge shields and health separately. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I I wouldn't fault them for it. Uh, they're a company that that needs to stay competitive. Um, they're trying to you know bring Halo back, but also it, it's undeniable how popular battle royals are still. They're still very popular. As much as people think they're dying, they're not. They're not dying yet, but they are. I've, I feel like they're back to being stagnant again. Um, and so, if Halo can do it responsibly, it makes sense for them to also have a battle royale mode. Because if it became successful, three four three is not going to be complaining. That'd be great for them. But then you're going to run into the problem where we're not getting a Titanfall because fucking Apex did so well, or you're not getting the content you wanted for certain games because Warzone's fucking killing it. Yeah. Um, that money fortnite fucking scrap whole games because fortnite's doing well i mean if anything we've learned battle royales kill shit that we want to play so yeah. which is kind of fucking depressing um i would hate to see that with halo but um i wouldn't fault them for doing it it makes complete sense uh business wise competitive wise for the genre um and i think if i'm being honest i think halo could make a good battle royale um but again, that's got to be a side thing. I they got to make a competent multiplayer that feels like Halo that brings people back who wanted that. Um, Battle so Royale has those old school modes because those have disappeared in shooters, and I think that, that you could revitalize a market of people who want to do stuff like capture the flag that doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Like, well, and Halo is one of the last games that I even wanted to interact with capture the flag type modes yeah because it still had that that arena feel um that that old school arena feel um that you know if i'm playing call of duty i don't want to play fucking capture the flag in call of duty it's not it's not the right game for that um you, but like you die too fast but like <laughs> halo you can take rounds you can have strategies you can get people to come defend you flag. you can kill people with the flag yeah. and still take the rounds to hit people there's a chaos to uh, Halo's gameplay that allows for capture flag to be less like I grab the flag up, I'm dead. Yeah. Oh, inch the inch the flag further, further, further. No, it's more like plays, like you're playing football. Someone grabs the flag, and you're fucking bashing people. People are trying to back you up. They're dropping, they're dropping. You hop in the vehicle, someone totes you around. Yeah. Exactly. Halo was like fucking. That makes me want to play Halo. Just thinking about that. Um, bring that shit back for sure. That's that's what I want. 
is that that whole sensation again the whole fucking vehicle melee fucking gun combat all mixed in one stealing vehicles from people flying by and stuff yeah so throwing grenades under a warthog and fucking flinging it like yeah yeah. perfect perfect i want that shit to come back so yeah on that note everything here is looking cool it's looking promising i'm not super fucking hyped on it but i'm not disappointed either uh it is getting better looking the combat is looking good i'd like to see more gameplay um and hopefully whatever they do with the free to play they can do it as responsible as possible because even if you do get me interested again you could easily lose me only talking about me here but i feel like a lot of people are probably gonna agree uh, as consumers that this could lose them. Although you could bring in a whole bunch of like younger people too with the free play. Maybe that's what they're after. I don't know. Imagine starting up the multiplayer and the first thing it does is advertise the battle. <laughs> I can imagine that. It's not even a joke for me because I, that I, sounds so realistic. That, that's so off-putting. It's like, you know, I love Forza Horizon, but anytime a DLC comes out and you don't own Advertising it, heavy. Oh, they're going to let yep. you know over and over and over and over and over again in one play session that you don't have the DLC. That's one thing that's going to sound kind of blasphemy for people who are fans of brands and consoles specifically, like you're on teams and shit. I apologize ahead of time. Microsoft really makes their games feel like fucking business transactions almost. Like I feel like I'm in a mall. When I'm interacting with Xbox. Yeah, I can kind of get that. Because Game Pass, which is great. Game Pass is awesome. It's it fucking it don't kill a really me. good service. Don't kill me. It almost undervalues games, but it's great value for the consumer. Um, it feels like Netflix, which is good. That's what it's supposed to feel like. And then uh, you play Forza Horizon, there's just advertisements on like, hey, you're not immersed in this game. You're having fun, though. You could have more fun if you spend money. Yeah. And then if they did what you said, which we have no reason to believe that, but it could, um, it would just kind of add to that whole uh, billboard atmosphere of... It's like watching YouTube without net, or without ad block, man. <sighs> yeah, you just don't do that. I should stop. Yeah, they're... This is a whole different category or subject, but they've gotten so aggressive with ads. It's 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 ridiculous. <laughs> and then some people will enable ads and then pick where their ads are at or something like that, and they clump them all at once too. So you're just fucking hitting them nonstop. It's and people make like videos that people are absolutely gonna watch because it has to do with something serious or something drama based, and fucking they just riddle it with fucking ads. I actually think uh, I don't want to give Twitch too much credit, but <laughs> Twitch's ad system because like it's easy to know how it works mm-hmm. people will be like i'm gonna get up use the restroom i'm gonna roll three ads so none randomly happen while we're playing if you want to get up and leave right now it's a good time mm-hmm. so and you can just go click and force the ads and every, no one has to watch them if they don't want to because you can turn people yeah so it's fucking good guy streamer yeah not good guy youtube though yeah no there's no good guys at youtube <laughs> uh anything else you'll say be good. Be a good game. Hopefully. Yeah. That's at the end of the day, that's what we want. We want a good Halo game. Yeah. Because 100%. we both like Halo. We've both played plenty of Halo. Um, make a good Halo game. We'll buy it. We'll play it. Um, on that note, let us know in the comments what do you guys think about this gameplay? Uh, what stands out as good or bad? Or is it all good, all bad? Uh, what are you most excited for? What kind of features are you most excited for? What do you think about the grappling hook thing? I don't know the name of it. I'm sure you guys know. 
um, let me know. Um, what are you hoping for from this? What are you maybe apprehensive about? What do you think about it going free to play? Is that, uh, is that a plus for you? Is that a negative? Um, do you think they can do it responsibly? Of course they can. Do you think they will? Um, yeah, that's a what do you think about a Halo Battle Royale? I know it's going to be a touchy subject because um, the nature of that. And yeah, what do you think about the juxtaposition of having a free-to-play multiplayer and a premium single player that hopefully is full of content more than just the story because that's good, but from buying just a single player on its own, hopefully it has like unlockables and four-player co-op and all sorts Man, of shit. How long is it and how much is it going to cost? I don't know. That's the thing that's weird. That's a big factor if too. If it's like 60 bucks for just the single player, that'd be fucking wild. And like, like six hours? Yeah. Unless it's a full long-ass campaign with four-player co-op and repeatable uh, reasons to want to play the game, yeah. different difficulties, and the big thing I think they need is fucking unlockables. You should be able to customize your Spartans and fucking have all sorts of cool shit you unlock as you play the single player. Because that would skulls and stuff, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it needs to be a full ass game. Yeah. Not just like a like a six hour Call of Duty campaign. Um yeah. Let me know all your thoughts in the comments below. It's that time where we reflect on past episodes and we read your comments. If you'd like your comment to be considered, type in hashtag AskTLG in your comment. Otherwise, I pick at random. Although we've only had like two or three episodes in the last like week, week and a half, two weeks. So it's slim pickings. I'll just read them all uh, to... Uh, to to just knock them out. Uh, one of the episodes we did uh, was... This is Plus Club, right? Yeah. Plus Club for July, where we reviewed Plague Tale Innocence, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, and WWE 2K Battlegrounds. So if you're curious about what we thought of those games, or perhaps you want to tell us what you thought of those games, go check out that episode in its entirety. We got some comments from Maneki Neko saying the wrestlers all look like Gears of War rejects that didn't make the final cut. Yeah, they do. Yeah. No, I, I never even thought of that. And then he said that. I was like... Kind of yeah, weird. no, that, that's a that's a good. If you put them in fucking in the Gears of War outfits, they're just like chibi Gears of War people. I mean, that might be an interesting game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would. Psycho Scream says, "Wow, Power Stone, what a fucking throwback." Yeah, yeah, that's why for I, me, not a good one. That's why I threw it out there. Yeah, Power Stone when it first came out, I liked it, and then I convinced myself I didn't like Power Stone, and then and then I went back and played it, and I was like, no, this is a fun game. It's just not like a, it's not a traditional. It, it, I mean, it's it's in that realm of like um, Smash Bros, where it's like an ulterior it, or alter alternate um, party fighter. It's not the same yeah. as like a fighting game. So yeah, because a lot of shit's getting thrown and swung and stuff like that. You're just, you're just wrong. It's like mayhem exactly. Um, but I really like Power Stone, and that's why they're out there. Uh, Tiger Scream also says old school YouTube style videos is in reference to uh, this real quick setup I had to do um, because I didn't have a studio set up yet. I'll say, I'll say for the the spontaneous nature of it, I think it worked out just fine. So. Yeah, I'm happy with it. But yeah, it's a little off brand for what we've been doing yeah, for yeah. years at this point. So, but uh, we finally got something built. Right now, I'm struggling with uh, audio issues, as you guys notice. We have these lapel mics on, which do the job, but I would like to. Hair. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are seeing extra <laughs> chest hair today. It's that kind of episode. Um, something I'm working on, but 
luckily I have the resources to have the options to make this still happen. So, um, but yeah, uh, thank you for the comments, everybody, on that episode. And uh, yeah. Next episode, last episode, we reviewed Earth Defense Force 5, which was Chevy's pick. I never mentioned that in that episode, but Chevy picked Earth Defense Force 5 as a as a game uh, that would be easy to play that month because of the hectic party rumble nature of life. Life. Um, we reviewed <laughs> Earth Defense Force 5. What's interesting about that is we've actually we actually played it like a year before that. Um and so maybe our grades changed, maybe they didn't. Um, check that out that episode. And we got a comment from Mineko Neko saying, uh, hey, I'll play some Cyberpunk this month. I haven't played since February, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the interesting thing. You played a little bit when the game first came out and haven't touched it. So it'd be really cool to see your thoughts on it. I've actually played it in every iteration of its updates. So... Um, I'll have a, a bit of a, I, I, I guess, a slider of, uh, of you know, how far it's progressed. Yeah, kind of um, hit the brakes when, and I didn't have like a bad experience, mm -hmm. but I was experiencing pretty constant bugs with the game. And yeah. then like just the atmosphere on the game was a huge turnoff. And I was like, I just don't want to be involved in this right now. Yeah. And so I just kind of waited for that to chill. But as I... I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like you did the same. So. I just felt like I was playing an unfinished game. I yeah. wanted them to finish it. Because um, everything I was playing, I was liking at the time. I just felt like I was playing a game that they didn't get to finish. Yeah. But all the big updates are done now. So All the big ones. Although there's supposed to be a big one this month. Well, we always have great timing like that. I get my graphics card back in a couple of days. So Cool. Yeah. Are you waiting for that? Yeah. yeah that's what I kind of figured. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think uh, when, when Cyberpunk got pulled, I actually got kind of excited because this is, the, I mean, this game has been huge hype and then met people's uh, hype levels, exceeded some people's hype levels, and then obviously was one of the biggest disappointments for a lot of people in a long time in gaming. Yeah. Um, so I also think it fell into one of those unfortunate traps of having too much hype for too long yeah. that expectations became unrealistic. Yeah, and so. then I think the higher-ups at CD Projekt Red were irresponsible. 100%. <laughs> and through, through their devs um, under the bus. I have an idea for you, you companies out there. You fucking companies. Listen to your devs a little bit. They're literally the, the ones people making, making the fucking game. Product. Yeah. Uh, and this isn't CD Projekt Red alone. There's a lot of... This is a bit of constant issue. EA's been under the fire a million times. Activision, Ubisoft is kind of always dabbling in their Blizzard. Uh, Activision Blizzard, yeah, yeah, um, but Blizzard lately. Uh, Blizzard's a big one lately, yeah. and 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 then obviously with CD Projekt Red and even Rockstar with the whole fiasco with uh, that uh, detective game and stuff like that too. Like, and Ubisoft lately is making like a lot of dumb decisions. Yeah, so just like I don't know. Let the let people make the games. Obviously, I realize you're spending money on it, and you don't want to turn it into a money sink. So have that communication with them. But it's like realistically, how many games now have come out unfinished, and like your reputation goes out the toilet? Stop. There's there's an interest. I was talking to somebody recently about this, but this is a mentality that a lot of people don't think about when it comes to like, for instance, directors. Like I, I'm a I'm a big movie fan and i respect directors i view directors the same as i view bands so whenever they make like a new album a new movie it's like the next thing they create 
But another thing you have to understand, unless you're a high-profile director or high-profile dev like Hideo Kojima or something like that, you're essentially somebody who's being contracted to build someone's house for them. Yeah. It's their house, right? So, like, you make a movie for somebody. They sought you out. They wanted you to direct it, but it's still theirs. Yep. Just like games. The people who are the investors, the people who are the higher-ups, they own the game. Yeah. The devs are building it. But at the same time, if I hired someone to build my fucking house, and they're like, it's not done. Yeah. And I'm like, I want it now. I want to live in like, the right look, I got to move in. Yeah. And they're like, well, the wall over there is not finished. But I don't give a fuck. I want to live in it. That's dumb. Yeah. So it's like the same kind of mentality of like, if somebody's building your game for you. And I hate saying it that way because people fucking put years of their life into these games. It's their game as well. But um, it's complicated because the amount of layers of people developing it. Legality. But it, yeah, legally, it's not theirs though. But it's their creation. But you should listen to those people a little bit. They're the ones developing it. They're the ones that they are in there every day making this into something. Yeah. They're going to know better than some asshole who's just like fucking, look, dude, I wanted to make fucking this much money by Wednesday. Yeah. Why is this not happening? You know how many people are going to be fucking pissed at me if we don't make that money? Like it's 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 two different worlds that aren't very compatible but have to be because the nature of the business and it, it needs it needs better communication and needs more respect. Yeah. Especially the respect part, dude. I'm fucking getting so sick and tired of hearing about fucking people working on games getting treated like shit by people above them. That's in everything, but like this whole fucking blizzard thing lately is is fucking disgusting, but it's nothing new. To this extreme, it's fucking pretty crazy. But like, you hear shit from fucking uh, CD Projekt Red with their higher ups, and then um, oh god, who uh, Crytek? Uh, they had some shit going on a little Take bit ago. Two. Take two, all these things, and it's like, Jesus Christ, dude! Like fucking these these people are human beings. The, the, the problem is that, and they 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 take advantage of people who with passion. They yeah, go, who they love this. They want to be part of it. We don't have to try very hard to get them in here. Because who who who's into video games and has gone to school to learn how to make them isn't excited to fucking get in to actually work on big titles from big fucking developers and all that shit. And then they take advantage of it. And they get paid like there's so many people who get paid, like underpaid in in game development at, uh, like when they first get into it yeah, because like 50 60k or something. Cuz they're so excited yeah. to just get in there and they just get fucked. So it's like it's crazy, but that's the nature of of that big business. The amount of money games make is fucking insane. And so like yeah. hopping into that realm where the people who are responsible for managing all that money they're not they're not viewing you or what you're creating. Nor are they going to play the damn thing. And there's, yeah, they don't give yeah. a fuck about that either. They just need to maintain that money. Anyway, this is a whole long thing yeah. when it comes to that you're down to play Cyberpunk. Um, I'm glad. And uh, I'm, I'm on the same page. I'm, I'm stoked to be able to finally talk about this yeah, game. I'm happy to play something I paid for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My goal, even though it's been so busy lately, it's hard to even fathom, but I would like to beat Cyberpunk and fully review it. But um, I think it's only like 20 or 40 hours, something like that, depending on how fast you play it. So it's not a super long game. Okay. It can be. Um, anyway, uh, it'd be cool to beat it and be able to talk about fully, but with how hectic everything's been lately, I'm not going to make any promises, but um, I would like to do that. And I, at the very least, um, 
put enough time into it to have an in-depth conversation about it. Yeah. Uh, Neki also says, congrats on the move. We should all be finished, be all finished with ours this weekend. Hopefully that went well. Congrats on your move as well. And thank you. Literally one of the worst things you do, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving's not fun. And this last move um, really drained me. So yeah, it went smooth. It's been fuck yeah, it went smooth. It's just a lot of heavy lifting, a lot of merging of uh, different stuff. And uh, it's been warm as fuck lately. So yeah um been sweating my ass off uh jeremy says cyberpunk interesting well it's time for me to get a new gen xbox because i won't play this game on my xbox one x ever again did you get the new xbox this dude this dude xbox guy i believe i don't know if this is personal information fucking has a ps5 yeah, just get it on PS5 then. No new Xbox. What's going on, dude? I could be mistaken. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm correct on that. Anyway, yeah, get the new Xbox, play fucking Cyberpunk on there, or play it, play it on your PS5. Both yeah, I options. mean, it doesn't have the upgrade, but like, I'm pretty sure I saw physical copies of this for like 20 bucks. So, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I have a fucking spare PS4 copy around here somewhere. Um, I'm because I wasn't interested in playing on console, but uh, as of what I hear now, uh, if you're playing it on uh, next gen or current gen consoles, uh, or the pro versions of consoles or PC, you're gonna experience the game how you should be experiencing it, or at least close to it. But I guess it's still uh, a limited experience on um, early last gen consoles. Even Sony came out and was like, hey, if it plays on PS4, it's not going to be... We wouldn't recommend it when they re-released it. Like how they made the game just too powerful for that system. They just, at some point in their development, made a next-gen game, and they lost sight of what they're doing and forgot that they were advertising a game originally for the last generation of consoles. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, a lot of their headaches would be uh would not be there if they didn't have to retroactively make it run on ps4 and the original xbox if it could just be on pc and next gen they'd have so much less issues for sure um and that's their fault 100 that's their fault it was a misfire not not it wasn't smart misstep anyway uh hopefully you get cyberpunk uh on the next gen xbox if not play it on your ps5 you're, you're one of the people who has one, so make sure to use it. Um, there's a lot of people out there who would definitely like to have one. And that's all the comments. Thank you, everybody who commented. And thank you, everybody who watched those episodes and this episode. And with that, that's going to do it for this episode of TastyCast, episode 146. Is that one? Um, as always, yeah, 146. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out um, on social media and on our streams. Links down below or Discord down below. And you can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer, prefer to listen to us. And you can support us uh, even further by checking out our Patreon. Otherwise, you could comment, like, share this video, and subscribe if you're brand new. My name's Seth. This has been Chevy. Thanks for hanging out. And uh, thank you guys for hanging out until the next episode. Have a good one, guys, and take it easy.